The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. COVID 19 pandemic continuing coverage on 630 Chad. So as I just mentioned and you heard here yesterday, a new COVID-19 outbreak has been reported. Uh, this one at an oil sands work camp northeast of Fort McMurray, north of Fort McMurray. Three people at Imperial Oil's Curl Lake site have tested positive for COVID-19. Six others are being tested. You know, the mayor of Wood Buffalo, Don Scott, um, said on this show last month that he feared the work camps were a potential breeding ground for the virus and was working closely with the companies to make sure all the rules and regulations Relations were were being followed. Vincent McDermott is the editor of Fort McMurray Today, and Vincent joins us this afternoon. Welcome to the show, Vincent. Hi, thanks for having me. All right, so uh, the mayor said the same thing to you as he did to me, and obviously I guess it was just a matter of time. Uh, yeah, basically it sounds like he uh, kind of felt that this was about to happen, and so did a lot of other residents, even before... Uh, social distancing protocols came in. A lot of people locally, you know, both regular people and politicians, were asking, well, what about the camps? So they were asking, you know, what about the camps, and were they getting any answers at that time? Uh, they were. I mean, OSCA, which is the Oil Sands Community Alliance, which is kind of a coalition of uh, oil sands companies, we're basically saying that they have a pandemic response plan, which has obviously been put into practice. But the thing is, uh, what a lot of people don't realize outside of, well, outside of uh, Alberta is just how vast these camp systems are. Uh, I mean, the most recent data we have on the size of commuter workforce in the oil sands is from 2018. And it found at least 33,000 workers in these camps and at least another 3,000 workers renting rooms in Fort McMurray. And these people come from all across Canada. So the potential for these camps to be a super spreader is a very real threat. So what are the companies telling you and telling the media when asked about what they're doing about uh, following protocols? What are they doing to make sure that they don't become a a super spreader, as you call it? Well, when asked, I mean, they say that um, they've uh, staggered shifts and meal times just so uh, there's less people, like, so there's less people around just so to, to maintain social distancing. And companies like Syncred, for instance, have basically only keep essential staff and have mm-hmm. scaled back on a lot of like on a lot of non-essential maintenance that required commuters. Uh, other things um, added more buses, added more flights into remote camps, um, hand sanitizer, closed okay. recreation areas. So that that's basically what they said and. A lot of people are concerned because those initiatives were put into practice, and yet now there's cases out of camp. Um, yeah, absolutely. Do we know where the, um, the the folks who have tested positive are from? Um, no, I don't even know if they're Albertans, to be honest. Just mm-hmm. that they're they were at the camp. Okay. 
All right. Um, so that'll be interesting. Obviously, they'll have to, you know, go into the 14-day the quarantine somewhere, wherever that is. Um, as we mentioned, the mayor has been vocal about this. What has he said since the news that um, some employees, some workers have tested positive? Um Nothing really. I mean, officially only that, you know, the, the municipality is continuing to work with AHS and workplace partners. Uh, he, he is happy, though, that, you know, the, the actual location and name of the camp was revealed and not just something obscure such as, oh, some new cases in this region. Mm-hmm. Um, however, even before all this happened, the mayor's uh, opinions on work camps was pretty well known. He wasn't a fan of them. He actually tried to effectively get them banned uh, last year, but uh, however, that failed. Vincent McDermott joining us this afternoon. He is the editor of the Fort McMurray Today, and um, he's been he's been following this. He's been he's been writing about it over the past couple of months, as well. Um, Vincent, what is the mood in uh, the Fort McMurray in the Wood Buffalo region overall when it comes to COVID nineteen and this pandemic and 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 the rules being put in place that sort of that sort of thing? Oh, I mean, it's just like everywhere else. People are annoyed scared, frustrated, wondering when they mm. can go back inside. I mean, there's, there's nothing really special, really. Nothing really special, okay. <laughs> Vincent, wanna wanna thank you uh, for uh, checking in with me on this one. We'll be following it closely, and I, I'm sure that Dr. Hinshaw will have more details to release this afternoon. I appreciate your time. No worries. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Vincent McDermott joining me this afternoon out of Fort McMurray. Now, as I mentioned, Dr. Hinshaw says Alberta Health Services uh, is is working closely with the company to implement outbreak procedures at the site and to minimize any risk transmissions. Again, this is at the Curl Lake site. It's Imperial Oil's Curl Lake site. Um, Those procedures that she's talking about include cleaning, infection prevention, along with other guidelines for managers and operators at industrial work camps. Uh, Dr. Hinshaw stressing the importance of work camps mandating physical distancing, limiting gatherings, and isolating any employees that show symptoms of COVID-19. With respect to how they do risk assessments in those camps, it would be similar again to any work site. Uh, Absolutely the fact that there are people moving in and out of those camps from other provinces uh, is something to be included in that assessment. Uh, the local Alberta Health Services public health team is working very closely with this particular camp that's identified cases uh, and we have been working to make sure that there is access to testing uh, and again that the camps are aware of exactly what protocols need to be done with respect to isolating anyone who is feeling ill uh, and then doing again kind of enhanced cleaning protocols. We have provided very specific guidance to work camps on the, the website of Alberta alberta.ca with respect to the the COVID management of work camps and trying to reduce the risk. Because of the nature of these work sites, it's not possible to do that work without having people come in to do it. Uh, And so again, we are working with those sites, with those operators to reduce the risk. Uh, But the consequences of of shutting down would be significant. Uh, And so we're doing our best to make sure they have all the information that they need and the guidance they need to operate in the safest way possible. 
Uh, Dr. Hinshaw said the uh, the state of the consequences of shutting down work camps would be significant, um, and that was echoed by the Premier. It is very clear to the government that the operation of those plants is an essential service, uh, and but at the same time that every possible protocol must be taken to ensure their safe operation. Uh, but simply shutting down those camps, it sounds a lot easier than it actually is because uh, in the case of, for example, many of the in situ SAGD uh, projects, uh, they obviously need a, a, at least a basic crew to operate those plants. And if they don't have that basic operation and they actually have to turn the plants right down, uh, in some cases it can cause permanent damage to their reservoir and with that, uh, lose or jeopardize billions of dollars of assets which are absolutely central to the operation of the provincial economy. Yeah, the Premier Kenny's saying it's, it's not something that they can take lightly, that shutting down uh, projects like these could be devastating for years to come. Um, We'll keep an eye on it. Like I said, Dr. Hinshaw, I'm sure, is going to have more to say coming up uh, this afternoon. Some of your texts coming out uh, this afternoon. Um, this one says, you know, folks working in the work camps, they should not leave on their days off. I'm sorry. Keep it going. But no one leaves on their days off. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they um, continue to work with this, monitor this, and especially for folks moving in and out of, uh, out of uh, the region. This text just came in. It says, Jay Lynn, I was at Curl yesterday and have staff that stay in camp. Um, Vincent, who you just spoke with, doesn't have a really great understanding of what's going on. The grocery stores are worse than camp conditions. These camps have very strict cleaning and use protocols. For example, two guys eat a large table, then it's cleaned right after before the next two can sit. How many people can go to stores uh, and, and handle many things and then walk out? I get what you're saying there. Thank you for the text. I appreciate it. But obviously, something has happened at this uh, at this at this site, and either someone has uh, developed has has uh, you know been sick, came in, or. Um, um, yeah, been sick, come in, or gotten sick while there, right? So they'll have to watch and see what happens. And, and, and yeah, when you have people living in tight quarters, and you can put all the rules and, and everything in place, but it, it can be really tricky. Things spread very quickly. That's what they call these super spreaders. Like, remember that banquet where everyone was, they had gone curling, all the doctors went curling, and then they used banquet, and they used, like, the same spoons. They were using buffet stuff. I mean, it can happen that quickly. Um, um, someone says they work 10 days on, 10 days off. It's pretty hard to stay there on their days off. Yeah, I mean, that was just a text that came in. I um, don't know because I've not worked up there. So um, you guys know a whole lot better about how that would work over what I would do. But would Andrew be fascinated to hear from you what you think, what you're not thinking about it? Um, Michael had texted in just a short time ago, and he says, I don't really think people are taking this virus seriously. I'm a trucker. I went through Lloyd Minster four times this week. Every day, the Walmart, the Home Depot, and Canadian Tire were almost full of cars. I think the daily updates are desensitizing people, and the governments are sounding like Charlie Brown's teacher. Wah, wah, wah. Just my thoughts. That's from Michael this afternoon. We'll take